0: The following is a vintage broadcasting publication presented by Frank Goss. The following podcast is entitled Dewey's Dumbing Down of the American Children. This series is concentrated on the state of public education in the United States of America. We recently discussed the rise of federal education in the public schools, and the question was asked, do you want the federal government to be educating your child? Well, I would say no. Uh, It's a top-down approach, and generally when they come in, they come in from the top, work their way down. They care very little about you and your family and your needs. They care about the system. It's all about data and numbers. Perhaps nothing has done more to rouse Americans from their slumber on government education than what is called common core standards, which are quietly imposed upon the nation by the elitist president, Barack Obama, and his administration. They literally used a tax-funded bribe and a whole lot of arm twisted, and people were deeply upset. Trump called the standards a total disaster. But most of the stuff that Obama has done goes totally against the grain of American idealism and the Constitution and all that. The Constitution was not something that seemed to deter Barack Obama. It was something he could easily step over without looking back. But the anger that came forth only scratched the surface of the problem. And despite the public outrage over the dumbed-down standards and the centralization of education into the hands of the federally funded elites, the toxic scheme is still firmly entrenched all across the United States. Oh, there's new names. They don't dare call it Common Core anymore because that's a bad name. It wreaked a lot of havoc on an already dismal education system that's been created by the collectivists since long ago. The devastation continues, though, as federally funded research on the program has revealed. The outrage expressed by American voters about this has been fairly intense and should continue, but over time, everybody tends to settle down and accept the way things are. In 2014, as the battle was reaching its climax, the annual PDK Gallup poll on attitude toward public school revealed that two-thirds of Americans opposed common core while about one third supported it president donald trump ran on a platform of getting rid of it altogether seizing on the fury of the people to propel him into the white house common core no child left behind the race to the top all these programs take away decisions from you and me and local school boards This is what Trump was pointing out to us. And these programs allow for the progressives, the Marxists, and the socialists in the Department of Education to indoctrinate, not educate, your children. And believe me, there are many, there are many who wish to do this. What they're doing doesn't fit the American model of governance at all. Donald Trump said he was totally against these programs and the Department of Education itself. It's a disaster, he said. And we cannot continue to fail our children, the very future of our nation. But Donald Trump is gone now. But he was right. Of course, he was right. And it was hardly a mystery why that message resonated with so many people, teachers, parents, taxpayers. Really, all of them were outraged. Common Core had become politically toxic like nothing before in history in U.S. public education. And for a good reason. First of all, In flagrant violation of the United States Constitution, the scheme centralizes control over education at a national level. Now we have a federally guided system of education. Public surveys revealed that just a tiny fringe of Americans, about 15%, believe the federal government ought to dictate what is taught in the classroom. That has since gone away. The common consensus now among the elite is that you and I, we don't have anything to say within public education. The parents have no voice in public education. This is the thought of those who are in the teaching profession. The overwhelming majority believe that local elected school boards should be in charge, but these are the little people. These are not the elite. This is you and me that feel this way. The history behind the federal government's gradual takeover of education has already been considered in our series. And Common Core wasn't the beginning of federalization of education. And it's not going to be the end in fact, it's often been described as a symptom of a problem rather than the problem itself. It's the result of what's been going on over the years. Another major issue with the standards is that Common Core makes a mockery out of real education. To understand just how atrocious the standards are from an educational perspective, consider that the only two subject matter experts on the Common Core Validation Committee both refuse to sign off on the scheme. Dr. Sandra Stosky, professor of education emerita at the University of Arkansas, served as the only English language arts expert on the committee, and she vehemently rejected it. One of the biggest problems, she said, is that Common Core reduces both literary study and the opportunity for kids to develop critical thinking skills. Now, this is where we back up and remember the elite, those in charge, do not want an educated public. They do not want people who are free thinkers and have an ability to think critically. Why? Because they begin to ask questions, and they begin to see behind the curtain, and they begin to expose things. And exposure leads to further questions that opens up a can of worms. The higher-ups just want workers. They don't want thinkers. John D. Rockefeller made that very, very clear. Among other concerns, Stosky blasted the replacement of great literature with Obama's executive orders and EPA regulations that became standard reading material. The standards were written hastily by people who really didn't care how poorly written they were. The English professor expert, she really wasn't opposed to national standards per se, but she has testified against Common Core in legislatures across America. The absurd Common Core math standards, meanwhile, have been the subject of endless jokes. But unfortunately, the large scale handicapping of Americans' youth is no laughing matter. They're the ones suffering at the hands of the government. The only math expert on the Common Core Validation Committee was Dr. James Milgram of Stanford, and he spoke out clearly and forcefully against these standards. Common Core mathematics standards are written to reflect very, very low expectations, he said. They're about as non-challenging as possible with extremely serious failings. Indeed, there are actual er errors in some of the math, he said, adding that the standards are neither mathematically correct or especially clear. Even some of the people who worked on writing the standards have spoken out. Dr. Louisa Motz, an internationally renowned reading expert who served as a contributor to the Common Core Literacy Standards, for instance, has been warning that children will not learn to read properly using this national scheme. My warnings and protests were ignored at that time, Moat said in an interview. But again, we back up to previous studies in our series. Is this not the design of the Marxist agenda? The dumbing down of the American child. We don't care if they read. We want them to be socially acclimated. How do you feel about things? Are you able to pick that box up and move it over there? Good. Would you do that? It's not an issue of reading in a profound way. And reading is not just saying the words, but it includes a comprehension. That's what she's talking about. And yet, despite all the warnings and the many others from leading experts, the educational establishment, backed by endless supplies of federal tax money and billions of dollars from Microsoft billionaire Bill Gates, proceeded to impose it on America anyway. Even under the Trump administration, the same standards remain firmly in place. It doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat or Libertarian. It really doesn't matter. It's not what you say that counts, right? It's what you do. Marked as a way to make Americans college and career ready, the opposite would have been closer to reality. The dumbing down of the American mind is the aim and the goal of these things. The ACT standardized test results released this year, for instance, reveal that college-bound students in the United States are doing worse than they have ever done in the ACT examination history. Common Core, look what it has done and brought to our nation. And we stand around wondering what's going on. And just as all the critics warned, American students, already far dumber and less educated than previous generations, have continued to suffer academically as Common Core accelerated the destruction of of public education. Uh, the latest national assessment of educational progress called NAEP reveals that more than two thirds of the United States, eighth graders are not proficient in any core subject. Now that's encouraging, isn't it? And yet they will be promoted to the ninth, the ninth grade to the 10th grade and the 10th grade to the 11th and then 11th to 12th. And then will release on the public, a dumbed down America. The federal government knows all this. It's nothing new. In a federally funded study by the Center of Standards Alignment Instruction and Learning, which is called C-CELL, S-A-I-L, which was released this year, researchers found results that they didn't really expect. In short, the investigation concluded that Common Core produced significant negative effects in both English and math. It's a dumb-down. The magnitude of the negative effects of Common Core tend to increase over time, said Mingali Song, one of the researchers that are involved in this. Other experts have highlighted the indoctrination component. Tenured English professor Dr. Duke Pesta, director of Freedom Project Academy, and one of the nation's leading experts on Common Core, has delivered hundreds of speeches about the standards all over the United States that have been viewed millions of times online. And his assessment could hardly be worse. He told the Epoch Times that one of the goals of Common Core's creators was to indoctrinate American children into progressive ideology. Does that sound surprising? Common Core now rebranded state by state to deceive people into thinking that, indeed it's been removed because it caused so much trouble. Common Core is a key part of a broader movement to transform American education. Isn't that neat? How Obama has managed to get all this moving? He wanted to fundamentally change America, you know. Common Core is more than just weak standards. It's also bound up with the curriculum, the pedagogy, teacher training, high-stakes standardized testing, the data gathering—so typical of the progressive and the and the status push to override traditional knowledge-based education. They want to replace all this with left-wing, Marxist, and socialist education, social justice, equity. Social justice education transformed public school classrooms into places of radical political advocacy that appropriates the prerogatives of parents and seeks to re-socialize students along progressive lines. I'll put that plainly. Basically, what this idea of Common Core does is takes the place of you, the parent. It takes your authority and all the prerogatives that you have as parents and seeks to reconstitute your child, to reorganize his thinking with reference to homosexuality, with reference to transsexualism, with reference to equity, and all of these other things. We've mentioned in previous studies how they're asking now third graders to rank themselves according to their political positions and the color of their skin. Third graders, in his talk, pesta includes seemingly endless examples of this sort of dangerous indoctrination from common core aligned textbooks even in math questions outrageous reading assignments and virtually every semi-involved parent of public school these days has seen it too the origins of the common core are deliberately opaque you're not going to find a lot about what's all behind common core And to skirt federal statutes that prohibit direct U.S. involvement meddling in what is taught in schools, that is a state-run operation, not a federal government operation. Common Core was officially created at the direction of the federally funded Washington-based trade groups known as the National Governors Association and the Council of Chief State School Officers. Then Barack Obama stealthily moved to use bribe money, as critics put it, from the so, so-called stimulus package, all combined with threats and even waivers from the Bush era No Child Left Behind scheme, to force states to accept it. Virtually every state caved. Sad to say, Steve Bashirs here in Kentucky, I live in Kentucky, was first in line with his handout. And even in the handful of states that did resist Common Core, Common Core has entered through another way. Common Core was crafted by Achieve Incorporated, an organization controlled by the United States and global elites whose top leaders had openly advocated abolishing local school districts and nationalizing control of all education. Now, we think this will be okay if we don't really think about it, that they have things in control in Washington and everything's going to be fine. We don't need to be running around like Chicken Little and everything is bad. The sky is not falling. Well... A top-down program of education was used in a few other countries like Cuba and Russia and China. The government ran everything within the school boards there and they ran the education and they taught those children exactly what they wanted them to know. And you, mama, and you, daddy, angry as you may be, if we let these things go, you'll have no say in the education of your child. So we have a federal group that wants to abolish all local school districts and nationalize control of education. And this same group also created the Next Generation Science Standards. And they're outrageous. They don't even include a reference to any of the scientific method. It's all based on how do you feel? What do you think? We feel this. But the road to nationalized and even globalized education didn't begin with Common Core. No, it didn't. In fact, the road to nationalized and even globalized education didn't begin with Common Core. In fact, before that was ever dreamed up, the federal government used Goals 2000 under Bill Clinton, and then he was followed by George W. Bush with no child left behind to help centralize education in the United States. One of the things you'll notice among the politicians is they all seem to agree as they go along, and then the odd man out steps in and says, this is wrong such as Ronald Reagan and then Donald Trump, and everything gets thrown out of kilter. Before these two schemes, President George H. W. Bush pushed America 2000, and he dubbed a long-term national strategy to accomplish educational goals that were outlined by Bush. At one of the summits, they were peddling the scheme. Shirley McCoon, who worked on the effort with the United States Department of Education and the National Education Association, said it wasn't just about education. It really is about the total restructuring of American society. So we have to anticipate what the future is and then move back and figure out what it is we need to do today without explaining what sort of fortune-telling methods might be used. That's called anticipatory socialization or the social change function of the schools. That is why we have public education, to bring about a quicker method of social change. Most incredibly, perhaps, she revealed that what the revolution has been in curriculum is that we no longer are teaching facts to children. That's because it's almost impossible for us to guess what kind of facts they're going to need in the future. McCoon said without explaining how children would be able to think or even have a frame of reference without knowing facts. She said these things and you're sitting there slack jawed. What are you going to be teaching my child? In an upcoming piece in the series, the nexus between Common Core and the ongoing globalization of education is going to be examined in much more depth. But interestingly, the United Nations World Core Curriculum is based on the teachings of Alice Bailey. Now, I would ask you to take a moment to back up and study Alice Bailey. Who is Alice Bailey? You need to know who she is and what she's about. She is the same occultist who inspired McCoon, according to the former U.N. Assistant Secretary General Robert Mueller, who wrote the U.N.'s Global Education Curriculum. Alice Bailey was an occultist and was really a scattered brain woman. Separately, another upcoming piece in the series is going to examine the explosion in gathering data and mining data by the government. That should cause our bones to rattle. It's impossible to truly understand Common Core and what's happening in education without understanding the massive amounts of personal information on children that's being vacuumed up by the authorities and the crony companies that work with them. Well, it's just a kid's information. Yeah, but those children grow up to be adults, to join the workforce and to contribute to society. But what if they don't contribute? What do you do then? Well, the data shows For now, it's important that Americans understand a few important facts. Common Core is very much alive. It is not gone, and it is serving to handicap children on an industrial scale. The promoters hope to ensnare non-government schools as well. This will eventually leak into the private school, and there are no plans to get rid of it on the horizon. All of this is a documented fact. Who are the people that are going to be teaching in private schools? Where did they get their education? What university did they come from? What material did that university use to instruct them? It's also crucial to realize that Common Core itself is not the problem. It really isn't it's a symptom. It's merely the next step. Getting rid of Common Core would be a tremendous thing. But unfortunately, it won't fix the government educational system. That's literally destroying the United States by corrupting the minds of our children. It will require a great deal more of fundamental reform to get rid of the root of the problem. And that requires a change of heart. But at least now we're we're starting to see and to understand why little Johnny can't read. broadcasting. We do appreciate your participation in listening to our broadcast. We hope that it benefits you in some way and that you'll continue listening in the days to come.